Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Aaron Kerr, your host for today. Today we're looking at Proverbs chapter 16, verse 2, and it says this, All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Now the word pure there is pronounced zach in Hebrew. Say that right now out loud in your car or while you're biking or running. How cool is that word? Uh, It means free from extraneous elements of any kind. That's what pure means. It's like drinking the difference of fresh, naturally filtered spring water and water that's been stagnant or tainted that will ultimately make you sick. See, the problem is when we assume something is pure, when at a deeper glance, it isn't. And in this case, it's our ability to assess motives. Other translations, uh, English translations, uh, describe it this way. All a man's ways are pure in his own view, as the CJB translation depicts. Or in the ESV, are pure in his own eyes. Or the CSB says, seem right to him. So the wisdom writer is warning us that because only God can assess motives, it's foolish for us to judge others' motives perfectly, even our own. Have you ever found yourself disagreeing with someone about something they've done, but then started to imagine all the malicious reasons for them doing that behavior? It's a slippery slope, isn't it? From critiquing someone's actions to making a judgment of their heart. This verse says only God has the power to correctly judge human hearts. Our human hearts tend to rationalize our motives and behavior to put us in the most favorable light and others less favorable. I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm just kidding. That's why Matthew 7.1 condemns judging people. But that doesn't refer to the kind of judging using uh, discernment about what is wrong, but the wrong kind of judging, which is condemnation. There's a difference. There's two ways of understanding that word krino in the New Testament, uh, and it depends upon how it's used. There's one that's a good way, judging between what is right and wrong, discernment. That's what the Bible is all about. But then there's the unhealthy judging that only God is permitted to do. I highlighted this uh, line by Keller when he said, Disagreements become deadly conflicts when you move from rightly pointing out wrong behavior to assuming the ability to completely understand a person's inner purpose, which is something only God can do, as it says in Romans 2 verse 16. So how do we pay attention to our temptation to judge others by placing motives on them? When we ourselves have impure motives, 1 Corinthians 13, 7 talks about love that always trusts, always hopes. In other words, what if with God's love for us, we could offer people a starting point of getting the benefit of the doubt? Maybe in a disagreement, instead of starting with suspicion, what if we started with love that trusts and hopes, with assigning people the best possible motive because God is the only one who can anyway? then maybe in the face of disagreement, focus on the behavior that needs to be addressed. 
for me, I see this as a challenge, especially when we've been hurt by somebody. I mean, the last thing we want to do is to believe the best about their motives. They just hurt me. Nor focusing on the behavior alone. I'll want to hurt them back. So to help me do that, what I want to do is, as Keller writes, impute evil motives. I want to project evil motives behind their behavior because I've just been hurt. And this is the normal way of operating in the world, isn't it? If I want to feel better about myself over someone I don't like, I build a coalition with me based upon uh, getting what I want from that person, filling my mind with ideas of their motives, and then kind of rallying other people to join me in that cause against them. Plus, when I do this, what does it do? It actually helps me dehumanize the person so I can ignore them and not do the hard work of, of peacemaking. But what if we take this proverb to heart and obey it as wisdom from God? We'll be less quick to judge. We'll be able to practice restraint like God does with us, who is slow to anger and abounding in love. In fact, we'll be free. We'll be free from acting out in a way that enslaves us to our emotions. A.W. Tozer once wrote, and this is one of my favorite quotes, the most important thing about you is what you believe about God. And he said that because what we believe will show up in our behavior. Ecclesiastes 12.14 says, For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. See, for me, if I believe that God is truly going to judge everything we say and do, number one, I've got to recognize Oh my gosh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I need your mercy, Lord. I need your grace. That puts my heart in a, the proper position to be grateful to what Jesus has done. But then that also means that I can trust him to judge other people's hidden agendas and motives and behaviors, whether they're good or evil. See, the best thing I can do from this biblical truth about God then is to humble myself and acknowledge that my motives aren't always pure. And my ways without Christ are not naturally lined up with God's. So to live with wisdom requires me to restrain and let God own that. He's the perfect judge of the human heart, not me. There are times I have misread other motives, and it has not ended well uh, for them or for me. And it's, you know what? It's always wasted a lot of emotional energy, spinning various scenarios in my head when I should have just prayed about it and even prayed for that person. And trusted God to deal with the motives of that person. So how about you? Are you pretty good at acknowledging your motives aren't as pure at times? Are you showing proper restraint in the face of a disagreement to focus on behavior and not their heart? What could it look like for you to, to free yourself from judging someone's heart and starting with the benefit of the doubt? Is there someone right now who would benefit from this kind of wise posture in your disagreements? Let's pray. Lord, at times uh, I feel a need to judge people. And that is an indication of my own heart that should be judged. You are the perfect and most generous judge of our human hearts. You see exactly my heart and provide the grace to heal me of any sin towards another person. Would you help me not be naive, but be gracious in giving others the benefit of the doubt? It is all because of your grace and mercy for me. 
that I can actually live with a tremendous sense of freedom. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.